0: Rejoice in his truth, rest in his love, dance in his kingdom. Hi, my name is Katie Jo, your host of the Dancing with Jesus podcast, a space where we can talk authentically about what God is doing in our lives and what he's teaching us. Sometimes it'll be my voice that you're hearing, and sometimes it'll be the super awesome voice of the super cool people that God has placed in my life. Tune in to the rest of this episode to hear what God's doing. What is up, Dancing with Jesus, people? I am so excited to be back here for episode six. I cannot believe that we are already on episode six. That is so crazy. It feels like literally yesterday that I filmed the first episode. It was like a month ago, but still, it feels like it was just yesterday, and I'm just so excited that we are back for another episode. So this episode kind of correlates a little bit to the last episode in the story that i told in the last episode i talked about how i thought i was being really humble but it turned out that i was actually being insecure and i'm going to kind of expand upon that but in a new way so in this season god is teaching me the importance of speaking out what he's put on my heart speaking out what i'm praying for speaking out what i'm believing for and speaking out what he's promised me and something in the season that i'm the three things that i've been really declaring because I'm believing in faith that God will deliver on these things because these things are in his word that if I abide in him if I continue seeking him wholeheartedly the result is I will exhibit these things and so the three things that I'm really focusing on this season is I I want to be humble I want to be secure and I want to be others focused. So those are the three things that God has really put on my heart. I wanna be humble, I don't wanna be filled with pride, I don't wanna let insecurity seep in, I don't want to think of myself better or think of myself worse, and I really honestly don't really wanna be thinking about myself all that much, and that's something that I'm really like, God, humble me, help me to be humble. Number two is I'm really praying to be secure. I feel like for the most part, I am secure, but I want to be entirely secure in who God is. There's a quote that says, Insecurity is needing anything other than God to feel secure. And I feel like there are some times where if I don't receive what I'm looking for, so if people don't like, for the Cecilia, if someone doesn't like my podcast, or if I do something that I'm really nervous for and it doesn't get a good response, or even just looking for affirmation outside of God. And I wanna make sure that I am entirely secure in who Jesus is and who Jesus is in me so that I can really rest in confidence and in my identity as a daughter of the king, as a servant of the king. So that's number two. And then number three is I really, really wanna be others-focused. And I think, honestly, the more secure I get and the more humble I get, the more others focused I will be, but I really want to be someone who just adores, loves on, encourages, champions, serves, and is just there and so available and present for the people that God has placed in my life. I feel like I come and go in waves where I can be super others focused and then I seeps in and then I become super Katie Joe focused and then I become super others focused and then I become super Katie Joe focused. And I really would like to change the narrative right now in my life and make it so that I am entirely focused on others at all points in time. So those are the three things. and. I was praying the other day and I was just like, you know, God, like, I really want to be these things. I want to be secure. I want to be, I want to be humble. I want to be others focused. And God really put on my heart of just like, okay, Katie Jo, then act like you have faith that I'm going to deliver on this promise. And I was like, oh. You know, like I feel like I can pray for these things, but I lollygag and I, and I don't expect for God to deliver on them. I don't expect for him to come through. And I want to live with such an expectation that if I'm praying that I, that God humble me, that I will be humbled. If I'm praying, God, help me to be secure, that I will be secure. If I'm like, God, help me to be others focused, that I will be others focused. Instead of just twiddling my thumbs with a half-hearted faith that God will deliver on this. So I really am trying to be so focused on speaking it out. I put a a note card on my prayer board and says, I am humble, I am secure, I am others' focus because I'm speaking this over myself because I am trusting that God will deliver on my prayers and God will answer my prayers because they're in accordance and in alignment with his will. So I feel like God has just been super reminding me of that. And I feel like, and even in other things, I feel like we can, God will put this dream or desire or this promise on our heart. And there's a difference between, there's a disconnect between what we're believing for and what we're speaking about. And I do that a lot. What I'm believing for does not match what I'm speaking about. God will put something on my heart and because I don't believe wholeheartedly with everything that I am, that that promise will come to pass, I don't speak about it. I shy away from speaking of what God is really doing in my life out of fear that it won't come to pass. But God, in the same vein, God is teaching me so much of, no, he who promises is faithful, that God will deliver on his promises. And when I don't speak it out, I diminish the weight of the goodness that God is about to do in my life because no one knows and it's not for my glory. God doesn't deliver on his promises for my glory but for his glory and I want to make sure he gets all the glory. And the only way that I can ensure that is by speaking it out and letting people know, hey, y'all, this is what I'm believing for. Hey, y'all, this is what God put on my heart. Hey, y'all, this is what I'm praying for, the real stuff. And I want to be so authentic and bold and real so that other people can believing can believe alongside of me and other people can pray alongside of me and that other people can be a witness to God's faithfulness in my life. So... It was really cool because I was praying about this the other day. I'm just like, God, I do want to live with such boldness, such expectation, and such excitement for the promises and the dreams that you've put on my heart. And it was cool because I was doing the, you know, the, the, you've probably done it before, where you just open your Bible up to a random page and you're like, God, this word is going to speak to me. And I was actually doing that. I was praying about it and God sometimes really does give me a word through that and the page I opened up to was Luke 7 and more specifically the passage of a widow son raised to life which is 11 which is Luke 7 11 through 17 and I'm just going to read the beginning part of it to you really quickly it said afterwards he was on his way to a town called Nain His disciples and a large crowd were traveling with him. Just as he neared the gate of the town, a dead man was being carried out. He was his mother's only son and she was a widow. A large crowd from the town was also with her. When the Lord saw her, he had compassion on her and said, don't weep. Then he came up and touched the open coffin and the pall bear stopped and he said, young man, I tell you, get up. The dead man sat up and began to speak and Jesus gave him to his mother and I'm going to stop right there. But the reason why God had me open up to this page is when Jesus says, young man, I tell you, get up. In this moment, Jesus spoke as if the dead man was already alive. The dead man sits up in the next verse, but when Jesus speaks this, the dead man He's not alive yet, but he's speaking as if he was alive. And yes, that was Jesus in this story. And I am not in no way, shape, form comparing us to Jesus, but we should also be speaking as if God is going to deliver on all of his promises to us because he will. He who promised is faithful. His promises will come to pass. He is a promise keeper. So we need to speak as if the promise is going to come to pass because it will. In this, Jesus says, young man, I tell you, get up. And the man sat up. So we need to speak with this boldness, with this trust and with this anticipation that God is delivering. So I thought that was super cool. But I'm also reading through first and second Samuel right now. And on the flip side, we see the consequences of losing sight of what God has promised us. In 1 Samuel 27, This is the part where King Saul is still king. David knows that eventually he will be king because he was anointed by Samuel. But Saul is jealous of David and is trying to kill David. So David has been on the run for a while. And now at this point, David is discouraged. And this is what David says in 1 Samuel 27, verse 1. It said, David said to himself, One of these days I'll be swept away by Paul. There is nothing better for me than to escape immediately to the land of the Philistines. Then Saul will give up searching for me everywhere in Israel and I'll escape from him. So David set out with his 600 men and went to the king of Gath. And so in this moment, David, him saying, One of these days I'll be swept away by Paul, is him forgetting the promise and the anointing that he received by Samuel. He received an anointing that he would be king of Israel. But in this moment, David lost sight of what God had promised him and was no longer speaking out the promise and the truth of what God was doing in his life. Even though things got blurry and he was running for his life and it was hard and he was in hiding and he was really trying to be faithful to God, by not killing Saul, by trusting God. But now he gets to a point where he's about to go to the enemy. He's about to go to the Israelites enemy and live in enemy territory because he lost sight of what God was doing. And the sweet thing about this story too, is that David was going to fight in the Philistine army. He wanted to fight, but the Philistines did not let him because they didn't trust him. But this was God protecting and preserving the call on David's life. Things would have been a lot trickier had David gone to battle with the Philistines. But God protected him and preserved the call in his life by not allowing that to happen through the distrust of the Philistines. So what we know here is that even though... When we get discouraged and when we lose sight of God's promises, his promises will still come to pass. David went to the Philistines, lived there, ended up in sin, ended up killing people, ended up as a, was murdering people there, but he still became king because he who promised is faithful. Hebrews ten thirty two says, he who promised is faithful. So even in the midst of David's sin, he would still be, receive and be a recipient of God's promise. But David lost sight of it in this moment and and it led him into sin. When we lose sight of God's promises and his goodness and what he's spoken to us and what he's doing, it leads us to a place where we don't wanna be. When we lose sight of God's promises, we end up going in a direction that takes us further away from God, further away from his promises. We don't want to end up in sin because we've lost sight of what God is doing in our lives. And so it's so important that when we are with our friends and when we are asking people, hey, what can I be praying for you? That we are really being so authentic and bold and vulnerable and speaking of what God is doing. So that when God does deliver, so that one, when God delivers, he receives all the glory. Two, so that our faith can be stretched. And three, so that we don't end up in a place of discouragement that can end up leading us into sin. God will always deliver on his promises to us because that is who he is, but we have a responsibility to have bold faith in the waiting. I don't know what God is promising you in this season. I don't know what dream God has placed on your heart. I don't know what you're waiting for. I don't know what you're praying for, but what I do know is that God is faithful, that God is a promise keeper, and that we can trust him the answer to our prayers might look very different than what we originally thought it would. But God will deliver on his promises to us. If we can find it in his word, then it means that God will deliver on it. So I just challenge you to have faith in this season. In the same way that I am having so much faith that God will deliver on my pro- on my prayer of asking for humility, of asking for security, and asking to be others focused. I am praying alongside of you that you would stay encouraged and filled with hope as you're in a season right now, wherever you are. If you're in a season of waiting, if you're in a season of discouragement, if you're in a season of hopelessness, turn back to God and turn back to his promises. He is so faithful, y'all. Love you guys so much. I'm just so elated that we get to have this time together and i'm just so thankful that god has opened up this avenue for me to just speak and talk and i can't wait for you to hear some of the awesome guests that we have prepared to fill the next few podcasts but i love y'all i'm praying alongside of you and remember that he is so faithful